Thanks so much for joining the Women in Faith podcast. I'm Stephanie Schwartz, the host of Women in Faith, and we're here to help women trust and obey God by knowing and applying His Word. I have back with me today my good friend, Bernadette Terzich Katanik, and we do usually start by kind of saying who you are and what do you do, but since we're talking about Bernadette's story, we're going to kind of skip that again this time. So Bernadette, thank you for joining us a second time. Thank you. So appreciate it. We're talking about trusting God, uh, specifically trusting God when times are tough. And last time we went, we read one of Bernadette's favorite verses from Lamentations, and this time I want to begin by reading another one of her favorite verses from Psalm 31, verse 7. It says, I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love, because you have seen my affliction, and you have known the distress of my soul. And we talked about that last time, just the affliction, the distress that God, you know, sovereignly allowed Bernadette to go through as a young woman, a young wife with a young child, uh, losing her beloved husband to leukemia, just the difficulty that resulted from that, the pain, the sorrow, um, her needing to, you know, push through and really rely on God and, you know, just uh, trusting in Christ, even though it wasn't easy. So uh, we want to pick up her story and just continue to today. But um, how was that for you, Bernadette, just being a young widow with Logan being so young and, you know, trying to make decisions and manage through life at that point? Right. I mean, oh, it was, it was hard. It was uh, nothing that I had ever anticipated my life would yeah. be. I was 35 oh, wow. and a widow with yeah. a, a five-month-old, wow. so a new mom, yeah. you know, and I I had never, um, I had to depend on a lot of my mom friends, yeah. uh, a lot of people. I yeah. actually was, I, I'm very thankful that I am part of this church because mm -hmm. I honestly don't know how I would have done anything without the community around me and right. the people. I mean, the people who stepped in, my friends mm. who um, watched Logan weekly mm. uh, for me, who um, dropped off meals for months. Um, I actually had to go back to work. So when Alex died, um, he had a business partner. So I went back and had to help um, the business partner and kind of, you know, run the company with wow. him, which I didn't with the even construction know. business. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know anything about yeah. that. Right. That's so, crazy. Um, I think it was about two months after he passed that I went back to work. So wow. leaving Logan was really hard for me. Yeah. Um, but God was gracious mm -hmm. and he, um, allowed just a flexible schedule, the, the work that I had to do. So again, that was also something I was so thankful for because it could have been easily a nine to five job rigid, you know? Yeah. So it was, it was another one of God's love that yeah. was shown to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I took some parenting classes. Mm -hmm. I, um, 
I depended on on the ladies around me yeah. to help me right. with Logan and also the men, the husbands of my friends mm-hmm. um, and some of the pastors here. Mm-hmm. I mean, people really stepped in to help me and to um, be a role model for mm-hmm. Logan. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting because I remember you sharing last time about how when you first started coming to church here mm-hmm. and you determined to really make this your own right. and you and your husband got involved and you feel like that was kind of a good foundation to have being involved. Would you encourage others to get involved in a church uh, at this point? 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's so easy to go to church and go on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And then you realize we don't, there's, we don't know anyone. And how do you know anyone? It's like, you know, if I had gone to school and just went to school and went home and not talked to anyone, um, you have to be involved. You have to, I served, um, to get to know people. I served to, um, just be used by God. And then we, 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 like I said, we were here three times a week. We, the big church became a really small church at that mm-hmm. point. Wow. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, our Thrive Ministry, that those were the people that really rallied around mm. um, me and Logan. Yeah. Right. I mean, we we didn't have anything that we didn't want for anything, really. I, I right. remember uh, my dryer um, broke, mm. or sorry, my washing machine broke, mm-hmm. and someone found out. And they gifted us anonymously. Wow! With I still don't know to this day who <laughs> wow, gifted me so with the cool. washing machine. Wow! But, you that's know, it's so neat. So yeah. Stuff like that and super yes, cool. You have yeah. to be involved. Yeah. Wow, that's great. What would you say, or how would you encourage? Because I know you had shared last time too. You moved around a lot as a right. young child. I mean, for some people, they feel like you know they just aren't finding that friend group at mm-hmm. church, or they've maybe tried to get involved a little bit and it's just not clicking for them. Right. I mean, how would you encourage them to, you know, maybe wait it out? Or are there yeah. any tips or tricks you could give them or suggestions? It is so important to have that yes. connection. But what if, what if you feel like you're not getting it? Right. Um, it's hard. It's really hard to make new friends. Yes. You know, yeah. um, especially now if you're a mom mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or... As a woman, it, it, it's hard to connect with other women sometimes, yeah, yes. and um, especially if you feel like someone already has a group of friends. Mm-hmm, but I right. would encourage anyone who doesn't feel like they belong or have their own group of friends, like to, um, like I said, you don't want to push yourself so far where it's um, obnoxious. Yeah, but. You have to make those those play dates. You mm, have to reach right, out. Right. It can't be a one way thing where you're hoping that someone will just reach out to you. Right. You know, you have to to do that. Yeah. And like I said, if you can find a group or someone to serve, I know we can't do that now, but mm-hmm. um, a group of women. Um, we have navigating motherhood here, so right. that's that's a group. Yes. Um, it's just. Yeah, and I, I, I would say it definitely takes time. It yeah. takes time to build mm-hmm. relationships and friendships and right. to be, like I said, to be vulnerable. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. 
Do you have any friends here at church that maybe when you initially met them, you thought, eh, I don't think I'll ever be friends with that person. And then after time, you ended up really growing to love them. I know it's easy to look at someone right away and size them up and think, yeah, that's just not my type of friend. Right. And then you get to know them or whatever, and you end up becoming friends. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I remember when I first came to this church and I went to my first um, women's retreat mm. and I didn't have really any friends. Wow. And I walked in and I tried to talk to someone and she kind of, and she knows who she is. She brushed <laughs> me off. Oh, how funny. Um, And I was like, well, all right, well, I'm yeah. not going to. Right. Okay. These women aren't very nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, she's one of my dearest friends now. Oh, how funny. And yeah. we joke about that. But yeah. it took, and I know I'm pounding this this over the head, but it took me serving in a mm. ministry that she was right. involved in. Right. And we happened to just right. hit it off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and like I said, you have to find um, something in common. And, and for me as a believer and these women... It's we have Christ in common. Yeah, totally. Yes, so. absolutely. Yeah, so that's what's so neat about uh, finding friends at church mm -hmm. is the most important thing in your life, your relationship with God you have in common. So right. that gives you a head start right there. Yep. Wow, that's super exciting. So those friends were there for you during this very difficult time and you were working yes. and they were helping you out with Logan. Yeah. And, you know, what progressed from there? Um, so I was working and, um, you know, I, I told you I went through that little dark yes. period of my life yeah. where I I was in this kind of depressed state of yeah. wanting to be isolated and couldn't believe that this is my life. Yeah. And that's when um, the last stage of grief kind of comes in where you accept your reality. Mm. And that acceptance was where I was at the point where I'm like, okay... I would like to meet someone right. and I think I'm ready mm. and I don't know what it's going to look like um, or who it's going to be, right. but I think I'm ready. Mm. And that was maybe two years after he had passed. Okay. And um, so um, God actually put this man on my heart mm. who um, was a friend of ours, mm -hmm. a friend of Alex's. Oh, wow. Um, his name was Laza, mm -hmm. and he was married to a woman um, who became a friend of mine, um, but she had grown up with Alex, and they grew up together, um, and she was actually diagnosed with colon cancer. Oh, wow. I believe a year after he was diagnosed with leukemia. Wow. So she lived in Ohio okay. at the time and she was married to Laza and they, um, Alex and Ellen was her name. Mm. They, um, chatted all the time. Mm. They, they would encourage each other, pray yeah. for one another, um, send each other verses, like talk about different treatments and all these things. Um, and then I got to know her as well. Um, and they would, her and her husband would come out here um, for weddings and different vacations, and so we would we would meet up. And um, I grew to love her a lot. Yeah. And um, they she actually passed away 
in May oh, of wow. 2015. So wow. Alex passed away January. She passed away in May. That must have been hard for you. I yeah. Mean, I gone, mean, gotten close to her and now another loss, someone young. I mean, just kind of beginning life in a sense. Yeah. And, wow. It was... That must have been devastating. It was devastating. Yeah. Devastating. Yeah. Um, and uh, my heart was was with Laza. He he came out here for Alex's yeah. memorial, so I mm. had just seen him. Right. And um, but after Alex died, I mean, I I didn't think of Laza in that way at all. I right. barely knew him. Yeah. Because when when they would come out, it was you know the women would hang out with the women and the right. men hung out with the men. So yeah. I never Makes really sense. got yeah. to know her husband at, at all. Right. Um. So fast forward to 2017 mm-hmm. is when, you know, I felt a tugging on my heart of, okay, God, why are you, why are you putting Laza on my heart? Oh, how funny. Like he yeah. is, I couldn't stop thinking about him. Yeah. I'm like, huh, what about, yeah. what about him? Yeah. Um, so I had, I talked to his cousin who lives here in California. Okay. And I told her, I'm like, why, I, I, I'm thinking about your right. cousin. I don't. I don't know why. <laughs> and um, she encouraged it. She mm. was like, "Hey, um, I think you guys be good together." Oh, and funny. he's actually thinking about moving out to California this oh, summer. Wow! And he was in Ohio. He was in Ohio. Yeah. Wow! I had no clue. Yeah. And so when she said that, yeah. it was like, "Huh? Really, God? Yeah. Okay." <laughs> yeah. um, so I reached out to him, mm. and we started texting mm-hmm. and talking and we hit it off and we were able to like laugh again oh, over yeah. Yeah. text messages and right. phone calls. And, yeah. um, we did not, we both did not like talking on the phone. We were not mm. phone talking people. Right. Um, but when we did, it was like three hours, it was like high wow. school again. Yeah. Wow. So, so fun. It was really fun. And, um, you know, he gave me the butterflies yeah. and we, he came out um, once a month mm. during that time. Um, so this was back in like February we were we started really talking. Mm-hmm. And he made trips out here to visit his cousin and to see me. Yeah. And um, he would spend like a weekend in mm-hmm. California. Right. So those were our dates. Yeah. Um, and he ended up getting a job out here oh, in wow. California. Yeah. He used to work for... Um, Continental Airlines. Okay. And then that became United Airlines. So he mm. applied and there was a position at LAX and John Wayne. So okay. he applied for both. Mm. The John Wayne one was very like it it was a very hard position to get. I mm. mean the the chances of that were way lower than LAX. Right. So he his plan was to move to LA. He had yeah. friends up there. He was gonna move in with them. Um he funny story is when we were um, talking and he hadn't heard anything from John Wayne. Yeah, he texted me and he said, "Hey, if if I get the job at John Wayne, I'm going to propose to you." Oh, how funny! <laughs> yeah. Stephanie, yeah. I was at a work lunch. Yeah, and he texted me yeah. saying, "I got the job no at John Wayne." No way! Oh my goodness! Thirty minutes after he said that. No way! Yeah. Wow. So. Um, obviously he didn't really propose then, (laughs) but, um, then he was making the move. He sold his house in Ohio. Wow. He grew up in Ohio. Yeah. Like his whole life was Ohio. Right. So he packed up, moved out here. Wow. Started working for John Wayne. Wow. 
um, lived with his cousin and a couple of different friends. And, um, and we ended up, he proposed to me in December. Oh, wow. So less than a year. Wow. And we were married in March. Wow. How exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's so neat. Yeah. It wow. was, it, it was a whirlwind. Yes, totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. How amazing to see how God just worked all that out. Yeah. And providentially had you guys meet up and click and right. all those things fell into place for a reason. Right. So cool. Right. Yeah. So how fun. We were married, but mm. um, I'll be honest, it was really hard mm. because um, he was married for almost 10 years. Wow. And um, when we got married, he moved, you know, he had moved yes. away from family and yes. friends and his church, and this was all new to him. Right. And Lots California is a big difference from yes. Ohio. Yeah. Um, way faster paced. Yes. So, um, and also to become a stepdad, mm-hmm. right? Right. And yeah, that's a lot of changes. It's a lot of changes. Yeah. It was really hard. Um, but we, we loved each other yeah. and we were excited about yeah. our future. Yeah. We, um, yeah, there was, there was just, yes, death was a part of our conversation, unlike Alex and I. Yes. Um, because it was so real to yeah. us. Yes. But we didn't, we were like sure that one of us would probably get cancer later down <laughs> right, the line. You know, right. like that was our right. big fear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Having gone through that having with gone, yeah. two yeah. people. Yeah. It was just like, all right, yeah. well. Absolutely. It's going to happen one day. Yes. Um, yeah. And um, as morbid as it is, like yeah. we talked about it. So, um, but he was. I mean, Logan loved him, mm. and that was so amazing to see. Yeah. And it was still hard because I was Logan's world, and here's yeah. this man coming into our yeah. home, and right, what I have to, you know, yeah. I have to obey him now, and <laughs> yeah, that was hard for him. Yeah, I bet. But um, he he really attached himself and just loved mm. being with Laza and yeah. um Laza was great with him. Mm. I mean, he was really really good with him. Um so surprise we were pregnant. Um we got oh, pregnant wow. 3 yeah. months after we got married. Oh, so exciting. And had wow, our, another change. <laughs> another so many change. changes. So yeah. many things. Yeah. But good, exciting. It was amazing. But still, yeah. And scary. Yes. Yes. We were totally. we were terrified. Yeah. yeah um yeah. but we were pregnant and he How was so cute. excited. Yeah. Oh, um, I bet. They were both excited. You know, right. this was this was this was like a start of our family. Yeah. And yeah. Um so we um we then had our baby mm-hmm. um in March. Wow. But in my bathroom. Oh my goodness. On my bathroom floor. Whoa. And Laza How delivered his, his No son. way. No way. Yes. <laughs> How did that happen? You guys just didn't sign up for the hospital we, or <laughs> <laughs> it, it it happened in seven minutes. No way. Yes. The nine one one call was seven minutes long. Is that like a record or something? I don't know yeah. if it's a record, yeah. but we didn't expect it. Whoa. At all. Yeah. So here we are. Wow. With Laza had never, yeah, <laughs> didn't even want to be near me in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> 
and he delivered and the baby. he delivered wow. the baby and it was the most um amazing thing mm. i mean god can't even imagine yeah. there's so, i mean that's another story yeah. because god's mm. hand was right. so much on that delivery yeah. um yeah it could have been yeah way bad yeah because i was a v back wow and uh there was other like things so god god's hand was clearly wow. on us that night and Laza was able to, yeah, deliver his own baby boy. Wow. And it was a boy, and we how named amazing. him Luca. Oh, how neat. Yeah. Wow. So you have Logan and so Luca So we have now. Logan and Luca. And, so fun. Um, Laza and I, it, it, was, it was hard. I mean, it was... It was hard to be parents to these two yeah. little ones. Yeah. Um, one with big emotions mm. and trauma. Yes. And the other one is a needy newborn yeah. baby. Yes. Um, but we, um, again, he was also an amazing dad. He changed mm. diapers. Wow. He yeah. helped me sleep train. Like, wow. you know, he was very much involved um, and loved mm. Luca. Yeah. Um, so... We um, we were parents together, and we and were, were you guys both still coming to church here too? Yes. Okay. Yes, we were coming to church, and um, we joined Thrive. Okay. Um, How was that joining Thrive again? I it, mean, did it feel weird, like it, it I'm was. coming back with yeah. a new husband? Yeah. And you know, I mean, any just weird feelings or? Yeah, it was. It was surreal yeah. to be doing that, but I was excited. Like yeah. it was, it was so bittersweet. Like it was, I was excited. Mm-hmm. Like finally, yeah. you know, I have yeah. this, yes. a family yeah. and yeah. Um, a future. So and exciting. We had another baby. Yeah. This was, this was just like, this was, this was, it was hope. Like it was right. hope filled. Right. And I yeah. um, loved it. Yeah. And he started to really, um, love some of the people in mm-hmm. our group yeah. and became really close to some yeah. of the men in our group. And he really made it, um, his own. Mm. And, and there were hard moments because yeah. he did, he did miss his family and friends yeah. back in Ohio. And Absolutely. He wouldn't, you know, so, yeah. um, yeah, you but guys he had was, both been through the ringer. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. And through a lot, a lot, there was a lot, a lot of emotions, a lot of grief, a yeah. lot of just a lot of newness that mm-hmm. we had to do was blending a family right. and newly married, but like not being able to be newlyweds either. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Did your friends embrace him and they love did. him? They did. They all, yeah. yeah, they were all, they all prayed mm-hmm. specifically, you know, yeah. for him really, yeah. like yeah. everything that he was, they prayed mm-hmm. for. Right. Um. So they all loved him and they mm-hmm. all were cheering us on. Yeah. And um and that was yeah, we 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 were a family. Yeah. Um and he loved the Lord. Like he really had this love for the Lord that was so sweet. Mm-hmm. He um he grew up in a very small church mm-hmm. in a small town. Okay. So it's very different. Yeah. And so coming here, it's like there's, you know, a lot more um, ministries to be involved in. And 
the teaching's different. Right. And so it was overwhelming for him, but he um, was learning so much and he like just had this love for the Lord that was, that was, um, that was just genuine, mm. you know? Yeah. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's neat to hear about just all the changes that he made. Right. You know, um, sacrifices yeah, really. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So very cool. So what happened after that? I mean, you guys have a new baby. We had and a new baby. He's working at United the airport. Airlines, uh-huh. Yes. And you're thinking, okay, we're moving along in this new direction and we got right. a new start and things and are going to be good. And yeah. 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 And uh, on whew, um, the night of December 21st, mm. um, we had um, made plans that day to, and we were all sick as a family. Mm. Oh. Every single one of us were were so sick. Okay. But we were on the mend and that day we were going to do our traditional um gingerbread making mm. that night. How fun. With Logan. Yeah. So <laughs> um and we had actually just had a great conversation that mm-hmm. morning. Like we it was it was just like a perfect family day that mm-hmm. day. Um and and I was going to visit a friend who was from out of town and I had told him, you know, if, if you don't want me to go, I don't, I actually won't go. Like yeah. it's, it's late. It's far. I'm not gonna, I don't really feel like it. Right. I was like, actually like, why don't you go and have a good time and come back by seven mm-hmm. so that we can put Luca down and do our gingerbread How houses. Fun. Yeah. So fun. He was going to go watch the new star Wars that was coming out. Mm-hmm. So, um, I said, okay. So I took the boys, we went to my friend's house and, um, he, um, I texted him once while I was there and he didn't respond and I come back home and I had texted him again and Mm. he, this was a man who always, 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 always responded to me. He would pick up my phone calls. Mm. He responded to my texts. He never, ever not responded to me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really think anything was wrong until I came home mm. and I didn't see his car. Mm. And so I, um, and, and when I came home in our neighborhood, there was a uh, police, there was like a barrier right at the end of basically the main street mm. by my house. So the car wasn't there. I called him again. I walked in the house and I saw that he had set up, um, the gingerbread mm. house, mugs for hot cocoa for the cute. three of us. Yeah. And he even put lights, he strung lights, mm, um, Christmas lights around the table wow. and put like a fake fireplace on the TV. Oh, cute. So it was um, then that I felt something was wrong. Mm. And so that night I later found out um, that he had passed away oh, wow. in a car accident. Wow. So wow, that seems fake. Yeah, it's it was crazy. Um, the most. Yeah, I, I can't even describe that feeling right. of. It's like the movies. Yeah, when they come in your house and they tell you. Wow. You know, you see it in the movies, and yeah. not it was very surreal. Right. Wow. So. Yeah, shocking. Yeah. Yeah, and like you said, surreal. Like, yeah. This is. This isn't happening again. Yeah, again. Yeah. I mean, that's. 
one death is right. more than usual for young people with that are just starting life with young babies and then now a second one. Right. I can't even imagine. How old was Luca? He was nine months. Wow. Wow. So just brand new. Brand new. Yeah. Um, and and uh, and telling Logan was probably the hardest, mm. one of the hardest things I had to do. How old was he at the time? Um, Logan was uh, four and wow. a half. Yeah. Five. No, he was five. He was already five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he had five. already lost his father. He already lost his father. And, and now the only dad yeah. he really knew was yeah. Laza. Right. Um, so. How did he respond to that? Uh, really matter-of-factly, yeah. like didn't really understand and comprehend. Right. And when he was told, he was like, wait, wait, yeah. wait which, yeah. what do you, who? Oh, you know, wow. he thought it was right. data. Yeah. Um, and wow, poor um, guy. Yeah, so it's been hard yeah. to handle all of his emotions. Yeah. But um, thankfully, he knows that they're in heaven. Yeah. And yeah. he... We, he talks about heaven all the time. Right. Oh, cute. And it's very much more real to him yes, because absolutely. his dads are there. Yeah. Wow. How has that been for you? I can't even imagine. I mean, I look at you and you're beautiful and just so gracious and kind and gentle and loving. And I know that it must be really hard. It I is. I can't it's, even uh, imagine. Yeah. I, I don't even know how to even put it into words, Stephanie. Like yeah. this is... When I stop and think about it, yeah. it's um, it doesn't feel like it's my life, right? Um, like it doesn't feel real to lose two husbands right. in, in five years, yeah, and um, two dads to my two sons, like yeah. it's it's gut wrenching, totally. But, um, but these boys, I mean, God really gifted me with these boys, and the fact that they can walk through life together yeah, and mm. not feeling alone right. because they both lost yeah. their dads. Like yeah. that's a bond that that's going to be so special. I hope, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And were your church friends, were they there for you at that time? Yeah. Or? Yes, they were. I mean, the night that he passed away, mm. they were all there. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just been... It's, they must have been just in shock. Everyone's been in yeah. shock, really, yeah. Yeah, that totally. this happened again. And yeah. sometimes I feel guilty that my friends have to um, yeah. do everything that they did before for me again. Right, right, like yeah. more meals and yeah. more babysitting. Yes. And, yeah. you know, right. it's it's a lot. Right. Is that hard to feel like, you know, you're depending on other people and... Absolutely. You know, you probably think by now you want to be the one yep. who's doing things for yep. others, you know, and here you are in a position again where you have to be dependent yeah, I upon don't, your friends I and upon like your it. church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, wow. But I, I don't know how what I would do without yeah. them. Right, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Wow. Did you ever, I mean, at that point, you must have just wondered why. Yeah. I mean, I did. You I know, mean, I mean, you yeah. wonder why on the first time. Right. But then two times, it's like, right. what in the world? Right. Who, yeah, it was just, it was just a shock. I mean, we, yeah. we were talking about our future that morning and wow. we never, 
like I said, we didn't think, right. we thought we'd grow old together. Yeah. This was this absolutely was someone we'd be grandparents like, yeah. together, yeah. you know? And so, and just the, the tragic, like, shock of the way he passed yeah. is different. Yes. This, this has been completely different than someone being sick. Yes. And I used to think, like, how it would be. Right. And now I know, mm-hmm. and it's, and neither one is Easy. quote unquote better yeah, or easier yeah. than the other. Right. But, um, but I will say Laza's, um, death has been just more shocking to me. I think, right. um, being shocked yeah. has lasted longer. Mm-hmm. Right. That makes perfect sense. But we were wow. married for less, we, we were less than two years wow. with this, you know? Yeah. So, totally. um, yeah. it's, it's just surreal. Yeah. It's surreal. Absolutely. Yeah. But I know God is wow. still faithful. Yeah. I mean, um, like my favorite verse yeah. of um in my affliction, like yeah. I I Psalms is 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 just probably one of my favorite books because right. of um how much I've cried out to God. Yeah. And I still do. Yeah. I mean, I have really hard days. Right. Especially with, you know, COVID and the world right now. It's, um, it's really like surreal. I can't even describe what it's like. Totally. Yeah. Wow. That's so hard. I, I appreciate the fact that you've just graciously shared these things with us. I know that, uh, there are people out there listening who have, gone through hard times or even going through difficulty right now, I mean, how would you encourage them? You know, the women that are listening right now that are just struggling and broken and down and discouraged, I I mean, you've lived it. How would you encourage them to keep getting through it? What would you say to them? Um, I wouldn't be able to go through this if I didn't have my faith and trust mm. in the Lord. I right. really, truly would not. Mm. I, I, there's no, the hope wouldn't be there. The hope that I have where my husbands are, where I can tell my children where they are, where I'm going to go, and right. the the um, reunion that I will have right. with my husbands. Like that's, there's a hope there. And there's a, there's a hope that, that God cares for, for me, right? right? And it's it's real. It's right. his word says that he loves me and cares for me and he he provides and he has. Mm-hmm. So I that's like the number one thing. Right. And then also to remind myself that um I've been reading um the devotional streams in the desert. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um there was a quote today that was um there's no I'm gonna butcher it, but no, there's okay. no um basically like the majestic mountains without mm. the valleys. Mm. Wow. And right. there's no um, birth without the pain, mm. right? Totally. So God uses our pain right. for a purpose yeah. and the beauty of that. Right. Yeah. There's wow. beauty. Yeah. Even in the pain. Yeah. That's so true and so encouraging. How do you... Um, you know, with somebody listening, thinking, you know, you have this faith in God, you have this faith in Christ. 
how do you keep from losing that faith? Or, you know, what's made you so strong? You might not feel like you're that strong, but obviously right. you are, because some people might feel like, you know, you're saying God loves me. What about the one who feels like God's allowing me to suffer? Maybe it's because he doesn't love me. How do you get that kind of a, a trust in God's love for you? Because really, if we know he loves us, then we know that whatever he allows, even though it might be tragically painful, mm -hmm. it's somehow for good. Yeah. How do you get there? That's so hard. Um, it is hard. And there there's days where yeah. I don't I don't feel it. Right. You know, and I I I do have those times where I'm like having the pity parties and yeah. why didn't I get right a long lasting marriage. Why don't my boys right. have their fathers? Right. Um, but there's also um, the faith that I have. It's there's pain and there's there's purpose in my pain mm. and the fact that I've gone through what I've gone through. He's used that for other people and and it's only by His grace and His strength that I can even say that. Like yeah. that's that's. He's used me for for other women who have lost their spouses. Yeah, um, where I can walk with them right. and say, "I've been there. I'm going through it with you. You're not alone." Yeah, you know, because um, I think when we do go through trials, it's a lot of it is for others who can draw um, wisdom from you, right? Yeah. And so yeah. God, God does use our pain for good. Yeah. And we don't feel like it's good for us, but there is good for others too. And then in turn that, that creates like a, um, that gives, that gives us that joy. Yeah. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, you know? Yeah. What would you say to somebody who's listening that maybe hasn't really surrendered her life to Christ yet? And maybe she's thinking, I just don't know if I can trust a God who allows so much pain and difficulty in this life. And maybe she's, you know, dealing with her own things right now and just thinking, you know, how do I, how do I put my trust in, in a God who allows tragedy to occur? I mean, how would you encourage her if, you know, she's not at that point where she's really given her life to Christ yet? I would encourage her to um, really think about. I mean, her life. If 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 she doesn't want to submit to God, right? Where where will you be still? Even if you don't submit your life to God, and your life is hard, mm -hmm. our lives are going to be hard here. It's right. just that's just the truth. Right. I mean, we will all face death in one way or another. Mm -hmm. Um, but don't let it be too late and don't, um, if your life is without the Lord, I mean, yeah. you're, you're still going to face death and trials, Yeah. but when you don't have the Lord, you're doing that alone. Mm -hmm. totally. You're doing that alone without him. Right. You're doing it alone without a church family. Right. I mean, it's, it's just, a vast difference. Yeah. And, and we don't know how long we have here. Right. So I would encourage anyone who, um, is questioning 
to reach out to someone um, who can pray for you, pray with you, show you what God's word says, mm-hmm. what his promises are, because, I mean, he's faithful. And he, um, there's a better, there's just, the Bible says there is an eternity, right? right? There's life Absolutely. after yeah. death. Yeah. And so this world is not what mm-hmm. we're, that's not what we're here for. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Wow. Thanks so much for sharing that. I know, like you said, so much wisdom there, you know, whether we're submitted to Christ or not, this life is still hard. Yeah. So it would be foolish to reject God because life is hard Yeah. because it just is hard, but it's not like you said about this life. Yeah. I mean, there's eternity, there's eternity coming for all of us. So Thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule and away from your boys to share your amazing story with us. It's just so incredible to hear about the loss that God's allowed you to experience. And so we really appreciate getting to hear from you. I love your verses, the Lamentations 3, 22 and 23, and then the Psalm 31, 7, just so important and great things to hold on to. I think uh, having God's word and being able to hold on to God's word is helpful for all of us. So, Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for directing us to the truths that are there. Uh, if you're listening, uh, thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast, like it or comment on it. And you can email us at wf at compasschurch.org with any questions or topic suggestions that you have. And I'm looking forward to meeting again with you next time. And again, I just want to give a big thank you to Bernadette for being so vulnerable and transparent and really encouraging us with the difficulties that she's gone through as she's trusted God. Thank you, Stephanie, for having me. 